The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful? A health nut with a French fry habit? An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. News on the Fringe FM, bringing you the latest in fringe news from around the world and in every dimension. I'm Jess Rogie. Just days after the Pfizer vaccine was approved by the FDA, the Pentagon is requiring troops to get vaccinated. According to Pentagon data, more than 800,000 troops have yet to get the vaccine. The Department of Defense is adding the vaccine to a list of required shots that troops must get as part of their military service. Members of the U.S. military are already required to get as many as 17 different vaccines depending on where they're deployed. Defense officials say it's critical for troops to get the vaccine because they live and work closely together and outbreaks could hamper the U.S.'s military ability to defend America. The Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said in a memo, to defend this nation, we need a healthy and ready force. Actor Sean Penn says if you're not vaccinated, don't see his movie in theaters. Well, I don't think he has to worry, vaccinated or not. Who really wants to see the new Sean Penn movie? Anyone? Working on video games sounds harmless. You may have heard of the Unity game engine. A game engine is the software needed for a game to run properly. And according to Vice, the company Unity behind the Unity game engine lists its technology as being used by the government and military. According to internal Unity documents obtained by Waypoint show that the company is struggling to explain to its employees who signed up to create tools that empower our game makers are now directly or inadvertently developing technologies for militaries with the stated objective of fighting wars. A memo tells employees to point out that Unity is using AI to improve how the DOD runs simulations and trainings and that, quote, nothing we do will be used in live war fighting, end quote. 
A woman that was condemned in the Salem witch trials is being pardoned 328 years later thanks to an 8th grade civics class. Massachusetts state senator has introduced legislation to clear the name of Elizabeth Johnson Jr., who was condemned in 1693 at the height of the Salem witch trials, but was never executed. If lawmakers approve the measure, Johnson will be the last accused witch to be cleared. OnlyFans announced on Wednesday it is suspending its plan to ban sexually explicit content on the platform. The decision comes after the company received backlash following the news of the ban on August 19th. This has been the Rogie Report News on the Fringe FM, bringing you the latest in Fringe News. I'm Jess Rogie. Broadcasting live from sunny Southern California on the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is the Rogie Report where we talk about the topics that matter to you. From current events, conspiracies, culture, and the unrevealed, I'm your host, Jess Rogie. Today is Wednesday, August 25th, 2021. This is episode 32 of the Rogie Report. Woohoo, number 32. So, I want to remind you all to visit therogiereport.com. There you can check out the show archives and sign up for the newsletter and find ways on how to support the show, including a link to my wish list. And if you click on the link in the description, you can see that I'm looking for books. So, if you guys want to support my book addiction, you can head over there and check out my Amazon wish list. But first, I also want to thank all my patrons for supporting the show Barb, Russ, Clown Baby, and Petey. Thank you all for supporting the show. So I'm working on getting my Patreon set up. So you guys just bear with me. I'm working on the packages. It's kind of a pain in the rear, but uh, I've been working on it. So I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. In just a few moments, I'll hop over to the Discord, see who's there, and see if anybody's on Spreaker. Nope, nobody's on Spreaker yet. So we'll check on that in a little bit. So last week I did my very first current and uncensored episode and we talked about, you know, the current situation in Afghanistan. And um, I also said last week that I was going to do an additional episode, but I felt like crap since last Thursday. So I haven't really been able to put together another episode. So I'm working on an additional episode for this week and it'll be current and uncensored. And uh, that's going to be magic number 33. So... If you guys are following me on di- on my personal Discord server, you're going to find updates to when I'll be going live with that. And then I want to announce my show next week, which is also going to be a current and uncensored. You guys can sense a theme and what I've been working on lately. Um, next week, I'm doing an episode called They Don't Want Critical Thinkers. And so JP is going to be joining me, JP of the Reperception Podcast. He's going to be co-hosting and we're going to be talking a little bit about... the education system. So it'll be fun. I promise it might not sound that exciting, but it's going to be fun. So tonight's show, 
I have. Oh wait, let's let's stop in Discord real quick before I bring my guest on. I want to thank. We got Night Stalker in the house. Hey, Night Stalker, thanks for joining us. Rohan, Mike four three three. We got Mike J two in here. So thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. We have James Salcedo of Salcedo Media. So James Salcedo has had many paranormal experiences, which eventually led him to write paranormal fiction and nonfiction. And then he later started his own podcast, Salcedo Paranormal. And now he hosts two to three audio streams per week in his Discord server, where he shares accounts of paranormal experiences, as well as articles from the web on various subjects in general. To find all links and information, visit his podcast page at salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. And you can also check out all his books on Amazon. I want to give a warm Rogie Report welcome to James Salcedo. Welcome, James. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Uh, we got the... How are you today? I'm good. Good. Glad to be here and talk about all this and and uh, thank you for uh doing the show because it's been great so far well thank you so much i'm so excited to have you on uh me and james were chatting a little bit about the paranormal before we got started to warm up but for people who don't know your background james how did you get into this how did you get into the paranormal well it started with experiences um as a uh not quite a teenager almost teenager and uh, so it started with experiences that I've had on and off over the years. I don't have them every day, but just every so often I'd have one at different places. And and at first I was um, I was afraid more than anything else. But eventually when I realized, you know, a lot of these experiences, they didn't really ever do anything to me, me at all um, in terms of, you know, physically or even anything else. They, they were just – they were um, – they're frightening if you know if, if you don't know what's going on. But you know, once you have enough experience, I feel like um, you can start to see that maybe things aren't always as scary as they might seem at first. So, and then I just started the, uh, writing about this stuff and researching into it. You know, looking into it, and and here we are now. Here we are now. You got a podcast. You've written at least five books, and I mean, you're you're a great paranormal researcher. And what makes it great too is you're also an experiencer. So we, you said, you know, you wanted to share one of your experiences uh, at your aunt and uncle's house. Do you want to share that with us now? Yeah. Um, so my, um, I was always close with one of my cousins, um, their son. They had um, a son and, and two daughters, and I was close with the son. We were we were about three or four years apart in age. I was I was older, but um, we just always got along well. And um, so they had just moved into this house, and uh, they were still unpacking everything. It was a lot of like a lot of rooms were kind of still messy and everything from the unpacking of you know the belongings of five people. You know, what I mean. Um, so, but we, um, I went over there not long after they moved in to stay overnight. Um, ever since I was a kid, I would always go and, and visit, visit them and visit my one cousin like every weekend when I could, you know, Fun. and, um, so this one, 
this one weekend, the first weekend I went to this house, um, we, um, we, we, my cousin decided we were going to sleep on a couch bed in the basement, which at the time I didn't know anything about the whole cliche of basements being, <laughs> you know, frightening. Like that was not <laughs> ghosts were not um, something that we thought of, except for maybe if we saw them, you know, on cartoon shows, you know, as kids or whatever. You know, that was not, nothing, nothing like that was, was um, in the picture for us yet. And so, but, and it was just, it was, we were kids, so it, was, it seemed like such a huge basement, you know? And um, it was, um, it's, and there's my cat saying hello, if you ever hear that or not, but, um, <laughs> so. Hi, and, Logan. <laughs> yeah, Logan says hi. Um, but anyway, so this basement was, it was mostly just one big room, but it had like a little, it was like a um, a big L, but it had like the the bulk of the room was on one side of it. And then there was this little corner section behind the stairwell that was where all the um, plumbing and electricity and all that stuff was at. Now, this basement also, um, the lights were, you had to turn on, on and off the lights individually. Each one had like a little rope that you pulled. And um, so we only had the light on near the staircase, the stairway, and then the one light on right above us. And so the rest of the basement was mostly dark. Um, there were windows, but by the time we got down there and everything and started getting ready to go to sleep, it was it was dark outside too. But um, so we um, we were um, on this couch bed just talking. There were um, the family had hung up clotheslines along some of the. I think between some of the support poles and like along the rafters, rafters and stuff, and so there were some a few of those that had like sheets on them, just hanging to dry or whatever. And um, there was one of those in in near the back in the um, the darkest part of the basement, of course. And we happened to look over there at one point, and we saw just the uh, the head, just the head up Ooh. of a, an older woman. And Ooh. these these clotheslines were, you know, hung up near the ceiling, you know. And we saw this, but then when we looked down, there were no feet on no. the floor. No. <laughs> and um, so we knew right away that that wasn't a normal person because, you know, and there was nothing really right there for anyone to stand on, you know. So, and another thing about this too is... Um, for those that don't know, I'm, I'm I was born legally blind. I am extremely nearsighted, but I could see this this woman woman's features well. Oh, like wow. I was like, like it, you know, I should have just seen a blur, but I could see her well. Um, now, of course, memory memory has kind of fogged some of that up over the years. Um, this happened like twenty five, twenty six years ago, maybe twenty seven. Um, yeah, probably closer to twenty seven. But Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave single with a ten piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. 
<clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only, single item at regular price. With Progressive's Name Your Price tool, you can find options that fit your budget. Because giving you options is the right thing to do. Oh, yeah, like when I hold the door for someone. Sure, it may be weird if I don't time it right, and they're a little too far away, and oh, now they're running. And we're both asking ourselves, is it worth it to run instead of just, you know, letting them open their own door? But still, it's the right thing to do. So get options based on your needs with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Um, and I was about like 12 or 13. And um, so it was an older woman. She had um, like curly hair, like just in, the, in a circle around her head. Kind of, you know, just like she had gone to like a beauty shop or whatever. I'm not sure how to describe that. Um but, and she was looking at us, she had glasses on and she was looking at us and just kind of glaring at us. Um, and it was like, she was asking, why are you here? Oh, you know, what are you doing here? And she didn't, there was no voice. There was nothing else with it. It was just that, you know, that look. Um, and my cousin and I didn't know what to do because we thought, well, this isn't a regular person. What if we go and get the rest of the family? Uh, who knows how late at night? I mean, we were kids, so staying up late was not a, not a problem. And then we get down there again with the rest of the family, and this person is gone. You know, we we we'd be in big trouble if, if that happened. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, <coughs> so we do, we're looking at that, and we thought, you know what? We, we're just going to stay here. We're not going to look in that direction anymore. <laughs> Um, and that's how we noticed another thing in the basement that didn't make sense. Oh. Yeah, there was a uh, black cat. And it had like orange, orange, red, orange, yellow, kind of just orange uh, eyes. And it was just sitting there like resting on its um, stomach or whatever, just crouched looking at us. But we didn't think it was anything really weird at first. Even though I thought it was weird that I never heard it move through all the the stuff that was in the on the floor, and on like a cement floor, I thought that was kind of weird. But at first, my cousin thought maybe it was it had gotten in during the move, or it was there hiding there somewhere during the move. You know, he thought maybe it was just a regular cat. So we um, got out of the couch bed to check it out, still making sure not to look into that corner where the woman was at, <laughs> and. And of course, as we got out of the couch bed, because we were kids and it was a big couch bed, we had to look away from the cat to get out of the couch bed. And of course, when we turned back around to look at it, it was gone. Ghost cat. And I never heard, again, I never heard anything. At that point, I was listening. I never heard anything move. Any kind of, you know, I never heard it bumping against anything. And that floor was, there were paths to get around, but like the, there was all kinds of stuff on that floor. And, um, so, and it was, it had been like in between us and the stairs going upstairs. And we just kind of, it's funny because I don't know why we didn't go upstairs, but we just got back into the bed and just stayed there. And of course, once we got back into the bed and looked back in that direction, it was back there again. Oh, it didn't disappear. No, it stayed there. I mean, it was, it was back there. So. And so at that point, we just like focused on each other and we uh, 
as so often it happens in these stories, we end up just falling asleep. Oh, man. So do you think, like, because, you know, we were talking about there's always these kind of stories about basements. Why do you think it's always basements? Um, as always, I don't, I don't ever claim to know much about how all this works. But um, if I had to guess... I mean, like I said, all the electrical and plumbing stuff was down there. Yes. I think that could be a factor. I think that's also why you hear of, um, you know, things happening in, like, kitchens and bathrooms. Yes. As well, because of the whole running water thing and all that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's it's because, I mean, obviously not every basement is always haunted. And we that was the only experiences we had in that basement. And we were up and down out of there all the time, you know, over the next several years. And um, we had other experiences but in the house, but they weren't in the basement. Mm. So, yeah. So do you have any other experience? Did you see any other apparitions in this house um, as you grew up? Yeah, we um, we did see one more. And I saw it twice. My cousin only saw it once with me. Um, so, Yeah. Um, another weekend I was there visiting, this is all like around that same time period. I'm terrible with remembering dates and times and all that, but, um, so I was visiting again and this time we were sleeping in the front, uh, living room and, um, and we were just asleep on, on blankets on the floor. It was, it was, I think it was like in the middle of the the year. So it wasn't terribly cold. We, you know, we didn't need like a lot of blankets on top of us. Um, so we were just laying there talking in this room. There was a little bit, a little bit of, um, street, street light coming in light from the street lights outside. But so it wasn't totally dark, but it wasn't really bright either. And, um, so we were just, um, laying on the floor now to the, to our right was the this little hallway and it had the um next to that was the stairwell that led um it, the stairs for the basement and then the stairs for the second floor they were like stacked on top of each other mm-hmm. if you know what i mean yes so um yeah so we noticed this light from um that was in the stairwell for the second floor coming down the stairs and it was a white light and it was by the time we got down, so we could see it better. It was like the the shape and height of a person, not in detail. We couldn't make out like arms and legs and stuff like that. Just the general size and and shape, you know, blob like shape of a person. And it was this white light, but in the middle of this white light, there was only, only way I can describe it now is like a giant cat's claw, just one claw. What? Yeah, and that's not that's I've I've um I've never heard uh, since then of any story like that. So I don't know what to make of that, but it came down the stairs and it didn't make any sound. It, it was just a, a visual thing, and it came down the stairs and entered the room that we were in, and floated right by our feet, around us, and then turned because um there was a, a dining room behind this living room. It turned and passed me and, and went into this dining room. And I didn't like the idea that it, you know, going out of, out of sight 
like so that we can see it. So I kind of I got up off of the the blanket on, on the floor, and looked in the dining room, and I saw it go through the dining room table and chairs, and then out through the back wall of the house. Wow! And this house was you know kind of a little bit raised off the ground, so like a person, regular person, couldn't have done that because there was they would have been flying you know a few feet or more possibly in the air. Um above the ground and they just floated off into the backyard. Oh. And so, yeah, I, I don't know what to make of that. I saw that thing one more time. Um, not long after one of the few times we actually slept in my, my cousin's, um, bedroom at night. So, um, this one won't take too long. I know we got a break soon, Yeah, but, um, we were in the bedroom and it was at night. My cousin had fallen asleep already. Of course I hadn't because I'm a night owl. <laughs> and so I was just laying there bored. Well, um, kind of wish I had fallen asleep earlier at that point. <laughs> but um, I was, so the door was closed. The bedroom door was closed. So I saw this light kind of just phasing through the, that door and coming into the bedroom. And it was that same white light. And it was that same uh, cat's claw kind of thing in the middle of it. It was that same thing that I saw, we saw. And um, it stopped in front of me, in between me and the door. And it wasn't, it wasn't a very big bedroom, you know. And I was laying on the floor at the time, stun blankets. And uh, and as, as it st- like just hovered there, I started to see other blurs of light in the air between us. Of course, I, it was at an angle. You know, I was laying down on the floor. But these blurs of light kind of changed shape and, and color until eventually what appeared were like almost like mannequin arms and legs. What? I say mannequin because it wasn't like a horror movie. Like there was no, you know, there was no gore. There was nothing yeah. like that. But it was, um, and, but they also looked... Like the color didn't look like just a mannequin, you know what I mean? Yeah. It looked it looked like flesh, but it wasn't gory. No gore. Okay. Um, and and I saw that, and it just all these lights just or this these things hovered there for a little bit, and then of course I I didn't know what else to do, so I focused on sleeping and I fell asleep. Wow. So so you don't know if it continued or what? It just you went to bed. I don't know. That is. That is strange. I've never, I guess I've never heard of anything similar to what you're talking about. And we had no concept of ghosts at this time, of real, you know, anything that could be considered like a real ghost, whatever that is. We didn't know any of this was possible. So there's, I, don't, I highly doubt we were influenced by much of anything, especially to that degree. I mean, you don't, you don't see that in cartoons. No, you don't see like dismembered body parts generally in cartoons. Yeah. 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 It's not something kids usually watch. So where would that come from? So in your young mind, what did you think it was or you just didn't know? We just didn't know. I mean, we just knew it wasn't, you know, all we all we knew was that it obviously was not normal. You know. Not normal, not normal. Is uh do a lot do a lot of is this some do a lot of people Oh. Oh, okay. For, I got a question from Night Stalker for you, James. Mm-hmm. He says, "What the hell do you think it was, James? It sounds weirder than a ghost. Ha ha. Some type of other entity, maybe." And it's that's a- the thing. I don't know. Yeah, I saw that. I'm looking at chat right now too. Okay. And I don't. I don't know. And I, 
That's all I can say is I don't know. Um, I, I, I've heard of different kind of visions of, of different entities over the years, you know, that don't look like they're human or other things like that. I don't, I don't know. Um, I like what, what um, Rohan says in here now in the chat, shapeshifter mind bender thing. That's kind of almost like the best way to describe that. Cause I have no idea. <clears throat> so yeah, I don't know. Wow. No, that's, it's just, I haven't heard of an experience like that. So I'm just like, and you know, when you hear something, you're like, well, what is it? What is it? That's immediately what your mind starts doing. What, why, what, how, you know? Yeah. Um, but so did that, so all those experiences, is that really what kind of pushed you to start writing about it and researching a little deeper? We have like two, three minutes before the break. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, but not right away. You know, like I said, for, for the first several years, you know, when, when stuff was happening, there was other stuff at that house and then other places here and there, you know, I was, I was more scared than curious. The curiosity came later as I got, you know, got older. So, but yeah, definitely. I mean, that is always as, as, as bad as, as my memory has faded, as far as some of the details, I will never forget those things happening, you know? No, they're, I mean, those are not just like, oh, I saw something move in my house on its own. Like, you saw yeah. something. <laughs> like, the first one was, you know, the apparition of the older lady. You're like, okay, okay. And then yeah. uh, the cat. And then I'm like, okay, okay. And then it just keeps going. Yes. It just, it's a lot yes. more, uh, it, a, a lot more happening there than, um, just a normal ghost experience. Um, let's see. Do, in your, I guess we got two minutes. In your, does your fa- do other members of your family have paranormal experiences as well? Not very many. Only a couple, a few overall. It's not like everyone overall, um, as far as I know. It's, yeah, it's I don't know. It's um, my cousin didn't really have that many, and that's another thing that's weird too. My cousin hasn't had any really outside of what happened in that house. Um, whereas I have had other things. So I don't know if part of it was the house and part of it was just me being more sensitive. Mm. I don't, I think that's possible, but I don't know. No, that makes a, who knows? I, um, we are just about to a break. I'm going to read a comment from Mike 433 here real quick. He says, I used to work in a jail. We had to go to the basement of the old county building under the old haunted jail to get to the file room. And he said someone set up mannequins around one, set up a mannequin around the corner uh, and scared them. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Mike. Yeah, okay. We will be right back with more with James Salcedo in just a little bit. Stay tuned. Listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave Single with a ten-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. 
<clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary in U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40% to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? You really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhanced and improved sound quality. Edit out those awkward pauses and slip to mix multiple clips and tracks. Fix and balance noise levels and perfect volumes. Deliver consistent sound. Live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization. Episode upload to hosting. Live call screening. Balance levels allowed to measure broadcast standards. Full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork, video and audio production. Gotta do video because everybody's doing video. Branded video graphics. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. The biggest thing is time. A lot of people that podcast don't have time. Time is like a really valuable currency next to cost. It's even more important than money. Why waste your time doing all this stuff? This is what we can do for you. Think about like the hours and the money you're going to have to put into doing all this by yourself. Doesn't make sense. It's going to take you months to launch. If we did it for you, we could do it tomorrow. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Have you suffered in silence or experienced stress from a paranormal experience? Even if it happened 20 years ago, when thinking or talking about it today still makes you feel sick to your stomach or makes your heart beat faster, or you suddenly can't breathe. Maybe you even feel those old, familiar signs of a panic attack trying to reach the surface. You could have unprocessed emotional responses. Those reactions of terror and trauma are no different than living through a horrible assault, childhood abuse, or a terrible car accident. It can be nearly impossible to find help. The very instance of seeing a ghost or encountering a cryptid could be clinically described as seeing or hearing things that aren't there. You could be considered psychotic, or at best, you're just not taken seriously. Out of a growing mountain of research, the National Institute for Integrative Healthcare showed that 8 out of 10 veterans who completed just 6 one-hour EFT sessions no longer tested positive for PTSD. If you've had paranormal trauma, you can contact Metaphorical Archaeology by calling 214-995-3754. Again, that's 214-995-3754 for a discreet consultation. Yo, hi there. It's Gigi from Shift Happens. Just stopping by to tell you to stop it. Stop that. Stop that thing that you're doing. And redirect all of your attention right directly back here to the Fringe FM. You're welcome. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship. And we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults. 
cult long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of the Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. The world is getting weirder by the moment. How can you stay on top of what's going on in the world of Fringe News? Listen to the Rogie Report News here on the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. Reading the stories past the headlines so you don't have to. Welcome back. You're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is The Rogie Report. I'm your host, Jess Rogie, and we might be on The the Fringe or not. Uh, it looks like I'm connected on my end, but it uh, sounds like it might not be playing on the station. So if you're listening, you're probably listening on Spreaker. I want to welcome back. We have James Salcedo here, and we are talking about paranormal experiences. James is a researcher, author, and podcaster, a specialist in the realm of the paranormal. Welcome back, James. Thank you. Ah. So before the break, we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, if anybody in your family, a lot of people in your family have had experiences or not. Um, Do you think some people are more sensitive to these experiences or more like antenna for paranormal or I guess antenna or beacons for paranormal experiences? I think so. I think it's a combination of that and just, um, and just whatever is at a place too. I mean, I have, um, just real quick, there is my, my grandparents' house. It was my grandparents' house. There was this figure that was cited by, uh, four different four different family family members, including myself, over the years. And we found out later that it was actually the original original owner of the house. Oh. And um, how we found that out was through my, my grandma. She went next door to visit the, um, the neighbors who were friends. And it turns out the neighbor's mom was that original owner of the house oh. that my grandparents had moved into. Oh, cool. And um, my my grand- grandma saw her once. My dad saw her once. Now, um, my grandma has had, had had some experiences here and there. My dad, as far as I know, not very many, hardly at all. And then my cousin, my same cousin and I also had experiences a few times seeing um, this woman in, in a, um, it was like a white, well, no, a blue dress and a white apron. And um, we all described her to each other, and it matched. And um, my grandma saw a picture of that same woman over in the neighbor's house. That's how she kind of figured out who who this was. That's great. You know what's great about that is like something like that. It's like the owner is just simply seems like they're checking in on their property. You know, a lot of people, we talked about this a little bit, like some people are scared when they have these paranormal experiences, but they're not negative per se. Yeah. And even, you know, 
as scary as they were as a kid, even the experiences that I had at my aunt and uncle's house, I mean, they were, they were, we were scared, but I don't know that anything there was evil. Yeah. You know what I mean? It seemed like it at the time, but we were kids, you know? So, um, I don't know that for sure, you know, at this point. So, so. you know, we, we, oh, I didn't. I didn't want oh, to interrupt no, you. I was going to say, so we talked a little bit too. We were talking about orbs and poltergeists and all these things. It's not all just ghosts or it's not all just yeah. ghosts, is it? No, it's not all just regular apparitions. It's not like what you, uh, I, I, this was something that always bothers me. It's not like what you see in Hollywood all the time. Hollywood, you know, exaggerates so much. Um, the cases of, you know, like what you see in, in in Hollywood movies, they're a lot more rare than than you know anything else. I mean, they're just not that common overall. Um, so yeah, I I think. Um, and the thing is, I used to when I first started, I thought that you know ghosts were all just people, you know, that were that had passed on, that were you know just in a place. Whether no matter how they looked, they were just all you know. No matter what you saw, it was all that. But over the years, I've learned about the possibility of other uh, beings that are just made of energy that, you know, um, can also look like they're, they're traditional ghosts, but they're not. You know, I've heard of um, orbs, as obviously, like you mentioned, just being energy that is floating around that may or may not be sentient beings. You never know. Um, you know, unless it's, it's an experience where it seems that way. And I've heard of, you know, the idea that sometimes sightings are just time slips. Ooh, where, I like that. you know, you're seeing a, um, a person from another time in that same location. And maybe they might even see you. And they, for some reason or other, they, they, sometimes they look like they're a ghost and other times they don't. But it may not be a ghost. It may just be you're seeing through time and so it makes everything look different. And, you know, so there's different things like the definition or, you know, the things that I kind of put a lot of things into the category of ghosts just because it's hard to label them all as separate things easily, you know, in conversations and stuff. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely my mind is a lot more open to a lot more possibilities now than it was as than when I first started out. Uh, the time slip thing gets me. <laughs> Rohan says time slips almost sound like a currency. But times, there's that, there's that, uh, there's one, I don't know if you've heard that, I'm, I'm going to badly like recall a story that I haven't read in a long time. <laughs> um, do you, have you heard the story? I think it was in New York City or something. This guy shows up and, and he's out of time, but what he has is like a card to a business that hasn't been there in like. I don't know, 50 years or something, but they had like, he like showed somebody, this is, I'm telling this so bad. I wish we knew we were going to mention time slips. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, that's the thing about this stuff. You never know where you're going to, but that's just one of the common things. No, I hadn't heard about that, but, um, but yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I definitely think that that's possible. And, and what's really interesting is the cases where, you know, sometimes the, the quote unquote ghosts seem more surprised than the person seeing them. Yeah. You know, so you have to wonder what, you know, what they're seeing. 
do you know much about doppelgangers? Have you done much research into that? Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and so I've heard about them. Um, yeah, that's another interesting thing because that's basically where you're seeing or sometimes even hearing, sometimes even talk. You know, you'll you'll think you're talking or looking at a person, and then they'll seem a little bit off, either in the way they talk or the way they act. And then you'll see that person after and talk to them again. And they'll have no idea what you're talking about from that previous, you know, conversation or sighting because it wasn't them. It was some, some other, some other something. And that, that's, um, I'm glad to say so far I haven't had that happen yet. No, I, me too. I, I think I've had people come up to me though and think I was somebody else. <laughs> well, and that's, that's something too. I mean, that's um where kind of the more you have to look at, at like possibilities of um just normal things that happen because uh, I'm sure you've heard the saying that there's everyone has a twin somewhere. Yes, I think that is a thing. I think also people can have similar or almost identical voices to each other and not look like each other and not be related. That's true. I've had that where I've been in places and I thought I heard someone I knew from my family and I looked and and waited and listened and, and I mean they had you know it wasn't them even I could tell with my low vision it was not the person that I was thinking it was yes so so it's true I mean there's this I don't know if you saw there's this photo there's this artist who took all these found people basically that you know looked like they could be twins totally not related in any way shape or form but he did this whole portrait series with them it's actually quite interesting to see like how similar these people look Oh, and no, we are. I haven't seen that, but yeah, I'll have to find that and see if I can because I saw it a couple of years ago. So we are back on the fringe, yay, yay! Good. So, do you think that some of this stuff comes through portals? Oh, definitely. I think um, vortexes or portals. I think they're. I think they can be really anywhere, and I think, you know, it seems like there can be different things that generate them. Or different, you know, I think they're just, it's hard to pin down what they are and how they're made exactly. I do think that, again, um, running water, you know, like as far as like being near bodies of water mm-hmm. can, um, you know, that can act as a portal. Um, I think that um, I've heard of different minerals that are in the earth or even that are used for construction can um lead to more activity you know i think also one thing i've noticed and this is something i i haven't heard a lot about but um in my backyard there is a big uh power power box kind of thing Mm. and i feel like um some of the activity around here it kind of i feel like they might be portals in their own way or at least a potential for those because i feel like i've had activity either come from or had in that direction. Something about the electric electromagnetic energy, I think is what they say. The Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items. Like <gasps> Dave single with a 10 piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that chicken, Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. 
<clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. MS, um, delicate yeah. magnetic fields kind of, um, I don't know if they feed them or make it easier for them to come or, you know, manifest. But there is definitely a connection between that and water, I think. I mean, as far as I've known or seen or heard, that it seems like it, it brings the energy to bring them. Um, I was going to ask you a little bit about, um, have you heard about this? I'm sure you have, the stone tape theory? Yes, and that I think that is definitely uh, um, a cause of a lot of hauntings that where it seems like it's just something is happening and it, it, there's no interaction between you and whatever you're seeing or hearing. It's just a basically record an energy recording of events that happen in a place. I definitely think that is, you know, that's a thing. Um, that, that's what, part, part of what makes it so hard sometimes to figure out what all this is because, you know, there's that. But I do think also some, I mean, sometimes you might find spirits that have no interest in, 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 in interacting with you. <laughs> and they're just, you know, going through their motions or whatever. So, but, um, but yeah, I think that's possible. Also, just going back to that um, power box thing that I mentioned real quick, the re- part of the reason I say that is because of another thing I had happen Ooh. in this apartment that I'm in now when I first moved in um, that leads me to that because, um, so I was sitting here at home not long after I moved in. This was about 15 plus years ago now. And um, I started hearing two voices. It was an older couple, and they were just talking like they were just just having a um, pleasant conversation. I don't remember any anything in detail now, but and it, it, the sound started in the front of my apartment, like, and it came through the front walls, and it was just the sound of this couple talking, and it literally just moved through the apartment oh. from the front to the back. And it was heading in the direction of that power box that I mentioned. Oh. And also, another thing that's nearby that I think can be a place places where there's activity. Um, the, there's uh, that that direction of that power box, but also behind my home is a nursing home. Oh. So, I but it was like they were just heading somewhere, and I didn't hear any footsteps. I didn't see anything. It was literally just voices. Oh, how funny! They were yeah, they was, were cutting through your apartment. They were, but it was <laughs> like either they didn't know or they didn't know that I could hear them. I don't know, but it was like they were just you know on a journey and they were they were just passing through. I think that and that's kind of cool. I mean, the way you mentioned it, because like sometimes I think they're probably just on their little journey. They're doing their little spirit thing or their ghost thing. And their world, and they just happen to like cross into our world, and we just happen to see them or hear them sometimes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry to derail that. Go back to that real quick. No, no, no. That was something that came to mind. So. No, I do. Yeah. I I find that interesting because you know people often they're like, oh, ghosts are so scary. It's so creepy. It's this or that. But I think. I mean, as far as I know, and maybe, you know, I don't know for you too, but most of the time they're most like a lot of the paranormal experiences I hear about are, you know, people who've lost a loved one and the loved one comes back. Right. And I've had that too. So I do think that's a, that's a thing as well. 
And so, I, yeah. I, do you have any you want to share or? No? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I mentioned that my grandparents had passed away already. Um, yes. Sorry to hear. And not long after my grandma passed away, um, she passed away after my grandfather. Um, I had this dream of being in their house again, and um, all their furniture was there, but none of their belongings, like no, no, nothing, was on any any of the tables. It was like it was just a set, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I, my grandma's cell phone, which she had just gotten like five years or so before she passed, um, it was sitting on the table in the, in the living room, and I was sitting at the couch. And um, excuse me, my nose is bothering me, but um, and it started to um, it started to ring, but the screen never lit up. But it started oh. to ring, so I picked up the phone. And um, I heard my dad, who was very much alive, you know, um, say that, well, I'll be there in a minute. And I said, okay. And I put the phone back down on the table. And a bunch of people from my family started to show up, coming in through the front door. And it was like a family gathering. But it was weird because none of them seemed real. Oh. And But then, of course, um, um, in the middle of this crowd, my grandma walked into the house as well. Now, she, in her last 10 years or so, 5, 10 years, she needed a, a, a cane or a walker sometimes to to get around. And But in this dream, she did not need any of that. Aww. And um, she walked into the house, and we all kind of moved into the dining room and kitchen area. Um, a lot of my family moved into the kitchen, I think probably... You know, the idea I got I got was that they were just getting ready to make a meal or whatever for the whole family because that was common, you know. And um, so, but she walked in and came down, came into the dining room and sat down. And I felt that she was real. Like, I felt she was there. No one else, just her and me. Aww. And she was looking around and she was smiling, really happy. And she looked at me near the very end and she just kept on looking at me and looking around and looking at me and. It was like she was fine. She was okay, you know. And she just wanted to tell me that, and that's how she did it. And the dream went on for a little bit, and then it ended, but I knew it was her, you know. And it was it was an amazing experience. Oh, thank you for sharing that, James. It's a beautiful experience, you know, to oh, yeah. to be able to see your grandma and have her say, like, or basically show you that she's okay. Yep. And, and I, th- I think it's just, it's really beautiful. And I hope people, I know, I know a lot of the listeners probably know that your, your loved ones can come visit you in your dreams. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, definitely. I guess I could share, like my uncle passed away earlier this year. Um, he had uh, brain cancer and um, I called my cousin the next morning, his daughter. And as I'm sitting there, James, and I'm talking to her, right? golden sparkles show up to my right and I can see my uncle and he's standing oh, wow. and he's happy and he's wearing his little like trademark sweatsuit and mm-hmm. he's just happy and and like and the gold sparkles and he didn't say anything it was just like he was happy and he was okay and yeah. um, and I sat there and I cried because this just happened in like December January of last year and okay. I, haven't, I haven't even told anybody really about it except for you guys here on the Fringe FM and James right now. But it was just such a beautiful thing because because of COVID, I was you know because of, they were afraid uh, to bring COVID to him. I wasn't able to see him 
uh, before he passed. So that was me getting to see him. Yeah, that's what, that is amazing. Yeah, and you hear that. I mean, it seems like I think I, I like to think, and I've heard this before too on other shows. I really do think that most people have had at least one experience in the paranormal. Yes. Whether they want to share it or not, I think, or whether they think it was weird or not, um, I think that they've all had experiences, you know, at least one. No, I, I think you're right. And I think the more, you know, people kind of talk about it, the more comfortable it becomes. And it just really kind of shows you that, yeah, there is something else, you know, there is something well, else later. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's why, that's part of why I wanted to start my podcast is to help, you know, spread that awareness that that's, that's the case. You know, people can have their experiences and they do have them and it's okay to share them and that, you know, gets other people to share theirs. And, um, at first I was not sure if I even, if I wanted to do that podcast because there are plenty of other ones that, that kind of cover the same thing, but you know, I just love, um, reading stories and listening to stories and sharing them and, and I thought, you know, one more is not going to hurt no. in the end. So, so I went with I went with it, and it's it's been a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad. I'm really glad that you did, and you took that step and came out and made your voice heard, because you know I you know I've been part of the UFO community for a long time, and things like we say is like you know the more we talk about these stories, the more normalized they are, the more comfortable people are with sharing these things, and I think this very same thing is true for the paranormal and these experiences because they're just they're they're just they're so much more connected these paranormal experiences like to the person having them sometimes especially like when it's loved ones and whatnot so i think it's very beautiful what you're doing james is just going out and like spreading your message and just kind of saying like hey this is what's happening this is what's happened to me and this is these are some stories i love it well, thank you. It's been a lot of fun, and I I owe a lot of um, a lot of that to the fringe, just in in yeah supporting me and 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 encouraging me to do this because I for a long time I was like I don't I don't think I can talk to people on you know or talk out loud and and share this kind of stuff out loud in the audio format. That's not I'm a writer, you know. That's all I always thought. <laughs> I'm just a writer, um, you know. So it's really it's it's amazing. And it's surreal at times to be doing this, but it's also just, it's amazing. It's great. It's, it's a lot of fun and, you know, and I love what you're doing. Can you tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah. Um, if you look up um, my website, which is um, Salcedo Paranormal at, or not at, that's the Gmail, um, <laughs> salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. And um, that's where you find all my social media links, the link to my Discord, um, and where I do all my streams. That's where I do all my streams is on Discord, um, as well as I do have um, a couple of ways you can donate to the show if you so choose. It's never expected, but always appreciated. Um, and um, yeah, that's where all the episodes are loaded and and um, so that's where all my stuff is at. My email is there. My email is also pretty simple. It's salcedoparanormal um, at gmail.com. That's the one I started to say. Um, it's S-A-L-S-I-D-O. And I'm always looking for new stories from people. And I, and I But you can always be anonymous. You know, I don't – names are not as important as the stories themselves. Yes. So – 
Yep. That's yep. it. Oh, thank you so much, James. And I want to thank everybody so much for joining us. We have Vic in the chat, Night Stalker, everybody over at Discord, Rohan, Mike433. Um, I know we had Lacey, Hope Pizza in there as well. I want to thank everybody so much for joining us. And if you remember to join Jess's Discord, the co-conspirator Rogie Report Discord, I'll be posting uh, upcoming shows in there and you can follow me on all social media at therogiereport.com next week I am going to be doing uh, current and uncensored we're going to be talking about they don't want critical thinkers and joining me will be JP of the Reperception podcast until next time guys up next is Michael Strange with Troubled Minds If you're looking to move out of your parents' place, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive, which is good because your little brother has gotten really territorial. You're blood-related. You'd think it would be fine to share food in the fridge. I mean, who writes their name on every individually wrapped slice of cheese, Tyler? Still, you've got to admire the commitment. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and use the savings to help you move out and have all the cheese you want. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.